Hello, and welcome back to the Curious One podcast. My name is Emma Krebs. I created this podcast to be able to have conversations that were lacking through my daily interactions, as I always felt the longing to dive deeper. This space is for meaningful conversations that I hope help to broaden my perspectives and maybe even yours as well. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Curious One podcast. Today I sit down with the wonderful and bubbly Taylor King. Taylor is a digital creator, influencer, and producer for one of YouTube's top creators, Alicia Marie. In this episode, Taylor and I chatted about her career journey, what skills contributed to her success, networking tips, mindset, advice she would give those following a similar career path, and more. I had a blast speaking with TK, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. May be inspired, may be curious, and may learn more about yourself as we learn about others. Enjoy. I'll tell you if I have a question. Okay, cool. (laughs) I thought you would. All right. Hello, Taylor King. Welcome to the Curious One podcast. I'm stoked to talk to you. (laughs) I am so stoked that you're having me on. I'm very grateful. I love coming on people's podcasts because honestly, I'm such an extrovert. I'm like, yeah, I want to talk. Like, (laughs) let's just chat. So I'm very excited. And we've we've already been talking for a little bit and I really like your vibe. So it'll be a fun one. Thank you. Same to you. Um, it's always <laughs> fun talking to fellow podcasters, but I don't know, since you said yes, I've just, I, I'm not kidding. I know I've like fucking been blowing sunshine, but genuinely I've been really excited to talk to you. It's an energy thing. Like I just really vibe with other people's energy. And as I mentioned before, you're someone that um, I was just really drawn to and just like your mindset, your perspective. So I'm excited to get more in detail to that as we talk. Okay. Wait, I have to ask a selfish question yeah, and it's going to be it. a weird one. Cause people are going to be like, Ew, why would you ask that? No. But like, I'm genuinely wondering, I'm like, why, why do you say yeah. that? Because I think as like creators on our end, we're always like, all right, how, what makes me stand out? Yeah. What can I do? That's like my thing. So I'm like, please tell me so I can like hone in on that. On totally. That. Totally. <laughs> Honestly, girl, like, so first thing I'm going to say is like your authenticity, like literally even just from talking to you now and yeah, how please. you are in like your YouTube, because your YouTube's how I found you. Right. And then I found you at a podcast and then I found your Instagram. So that's how I found you. I don't, I don't even know how you came up to be completely honest. So I can't give you feedback on that, but yeah, anyways, shout out recommended. On yeah, I think so. I think so. And so it was just your authenticity. And then the thing was for me was like, I could see a lot of my journey in your shoes. Like clearly you're like steps ahead of me and you're doing like, I, I have a different idea of what I want to do, but just to see someone like in the thick of it, like hustling and just being honest about like, like, Hey, this is what life is like, like hustling. And like, I'm here at 11 o'clock, like recording my own things. And then I'm going to work the next day. So I really respect that. Like, I just have a lot of respect for you and what you're doing. Um, yeah. And you're just like, as your platform has grown, like you never lose sight of kind of like where you came from. I feel like that's how I interpret it. Like, you're just very much like, even talking with me, it's like, you get the position that I'm in. Cause you were once in this position. You're not like now, like, Oh, I'm better than you. Like, I don't even have time for you, etc. And the last thing, sorry, I'm just like going off. Um, I'm like, no, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're just like super positive. And, um, I just find that like, 
Oh my God. There's so much more. Okay. Now that I say you're positive, you're also always like encouraging other people and just like hyping other people up, especially as a woman. And like, I can imagine in your field, it's like so competitive and just like, I want to use the word toxic. And like, that's also just like our culture, unfortunately. Whereas like you, you're always hyping other girls up. You're shouting other people out on like all your podcasts, on your videos. And so, yeah, you understand that there's enough room for everyone at the table. So I could think of more, but I'll just. (laughs) That was so sweet. First of all. Wow. I'm like shook, but that that's so good for me. Cause I'm like, I get in my head. Cause I'll compare myself to like, you know, my boss Mm -hmm. or my friends that are just like, they're at a different chapter in the book that I am. And I'm like, fork, like I need, I should have that deal or I should have that car. I should have whatever. Like I'll compare myself and I'll be like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. When I love that you said that. Cause I'm like, no, like Taylor, I need to hone in on the fact that like, I'm struggling to, um, do some of the things that I'm doing and I need to like hone in and like explain those struggles so that people can re- cause that is what's relatable about mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. or, or, um, talk about, I don't know. I just think that it's weird that the generation that was like right before me, I think that form of YouTube was like, oh my gosh, everyone gets a, like you rent a fake Lamborghini for your video. Mm. And like, Mm -hmm. that was very the thing. And then Emma came along and was like, made like the most mundane, like normal ass things like cool. Mm -hmm. And so I still does at 10 million followers. (laughs) And so I think I like struggle because I'm like, shoot, like, do I need to get like a, um, like a fire gun. What are those things? A flamethrower. Do I need to get a flamethrower in my video to like, (laughs) or I know for it to be, um, like, is that the next big thing? Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird being, cause I, like I said, five seconds ago, I was in your shoes and, uh, I got to where I am now, which like, to me is like nothing. Cause like the people I'm around, they're like at a completely (laughs) different chapter, but I also understand you being like, no, I want to be where you're at. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, like yeah. five seconds ago, I was saying that to someone like me. Yeah. So I, I guess I just, I love being able to know, know like, no, it's like the struggle. It's you talking about the real shit or the, those little things or like, you know, you working your way up. Like that's actually interesting. Cause to me, I'm like, is that interesting? Mm-hmm. But it's so, um, I don't know. It feels really good to know that like, little I, I love being I love that you said that like I can relate to that because I I remember watching people like me being like I can relate to that or I I saw something in them that I saw in myself mm-hmm. and I was like I I can forking do that yeah and like I want to be that for someone too so I, I think I just need to be more even more real like there's more things that like I struggle with on a daily basis about my job or my career or how I like got to where I am that I want to like talk about yeah. And I feel like you shed a lot of like light on the industry. Cause that's the thing is like you, if you were like, yeah, I rented this Lamborghini or like, you'd be like, I rented the Lamborghini. And it's like, to me as a consumer, like, I think a lot of reasons why I don't, as I said before, I don't, I don't watch many, like, would you call it lifestyle? Like YouTubers and things like that? Yeah. Are you talking like, um, like, I don't want to name blogs. names, but like, yeah. yeah, like in like the beauty and that is because I find that uh, to be honest, I think why I might not consume a lot of it is because I do feel as though it's inauthentic or sometimes even fake. And I don't know, like, I don't know enough, but I feel like you never do that. And if you are doing something for like, 
whatever purpose, you're just like, yeah, I am. And you just, you're just honest about it. You know, like you, you like saying like, oh, I want to be like other people. And he's like, that. it's like, I'm like, no, like the reason I, I vibe with you is because you're you. That's like just the main thing I want to say. Okay. Keep being you. That's just what I think. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. It's actually funny because it's, I always talk to Alicia about this. And Uh for those of you listening, that don't know my boss is a really forking big YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Her name is Alicia Marie. She's awesome. She's like literally the goat. (laughs) <laughs> and she's, she's just as much the goat, like off camera, like as a human being, she's really awesome. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to be taken under her wing and learn from her. But what's crazy is like, she, I mean, Alicia Marie in real life, no cameras on is like genuinely influencing me on like products. Like that girl is a hoe for mm. a product. Mm-hmm. She loves a life gadget that she can buy on Amazon and like actually help make your life a little bit this, even if it's like the slightest bit better or like, Oh, that was kind of cool. She loves the thrill of that. I don't appreciate gadgets or like beauty products or things like I'm, I'm more like into like a fashion moment, but like, I, I, I struggled at the beginning. Cause I was like, shoot, like I should make, you know, cause I worked for Alicia for so long. I was like, all right, this is the point of the video where like, I talk about one of my favorite products. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like so many YouTubers I watch like talk about products. I'm like, I, yeah. guess I have to do that. But then I realized like, she told me when she was like, TK, like if you don't like products, like you don't have to talk about that in your YouTube videos. Like <laughs> you're still interesting. Yeah. She was like, just find your, like your version of a product that you want to talk about, whether that's boys, whether that's um, going out and meeting people in LA, whether that's like career stuff, like you have so much more. And which was so eye opening to me. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like I could still be a lifestyle person that like likes fashion and like still likes to do my makeup, but I don't have to talk about like products like crazy. Cause like, I mean, actually imagine like, you know, working from someone and they've been so successful mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that worked for you. Like, I-, I guess I need to do that. But she's opened my eyes to like, no, like this is what you have to offer, which is, has been really helpful for me, but it, it's even more helpful when people like you're like, no, it is. That is true. Like I, <laughs> Genuinely. I, some people, not everyone likes products, but what makes Alicia stand out from other people that talk about products is like people at the end of the day, watch her for her personality, not because yeah. they're like, oh, she's going to recommend a good thing. Oh, totally. I think that's most of the, the content we consume, right? Yeah. Um, before we go for further, even more, can you just provide a little bit of context? We've, we've talked a bit yes. about your platform, but I always ask like, like, tell us about yourself. Like, it doesn't have to be your elevator pitch, but just like things you're interested in or you're passionate about just so we can get context for the conversation. Totally. So my name is Taylor King, but everyone calls me TK and I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. I was born and raised there. And, you know, I'm really grateful for my childhood and the way I was raised. I'm really tight with my family. I'm very family oriented and like family over everything. I also have like friends that are family, which I'm very grateful for. So I grew up in Bloomington, Indiana. It's a college town. So I know you're thinking cornfields, but it was more like basketball, frat, beer. Like that was the vibe, like going to a sports game every weekend. Um, my family is very sports oriented also. So I grew up in a lot of like, you know, I was just a I was a natural cheerleader growing up and like also physically I was, but like my brother played sports. We would go every weekend. He played AAU basketball, football, all the things. And so my family is a big, like, let's go and sport and watch the sport. Cause there's not much to do in Indiana really. So, um, that's where I think I developed my like hype woman mentality is like, 
through my family. Cause my family is like the hype family for other people <laughs> a lot. Like we love to go and support someone and watch them do their thing. Um, and that was a lot of my weekends growing up. So then I always had, this is the worst quote ever, a passion for fashion. Ooh. And <laughs> I know I hate it. I hate it. Fire, so fire across the screen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> quote end quote yeah. <laughs> um that should be like genuinely on like one of those little like wood sayings that's like live laugh love at tj yeah. maxx or like home goods i i need passion for fashion on my you on get my tattooed wall. on your arm or something. yeah 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 for sure <laughs> so that should be my merch one day yeah so anyway we i always was into like entertainment fashion loved the idea of like big city hollywood like red carpets um loved loved la new york growing growing up i was fascinated by e-news I would like get the people magazines and I would re read everything in it like I was like so fat because like Indiana just doesn't even have like a glimpse of that like I it sports is is life there like if you if your dream job is to be like a lawyer or a doctor or an athlete like you're living the forking dream and like someone like me who's a creative who like my dream job was to be like a fashion designer or like you know, work for e-news or a host, like stuff like that, that is not even a real job in people's heads back home. So I never really knew what I wanted to do, but I knew like my heart and soul was like being called by a big city. Like I, I knew I, I was so obsessed, like everyone's obsessed with Devil Wears Prada, but like, I was like, next level obsessed with like little, <laughs> like, like the Chanel boots. Like I was like, I need those. You know what I mean? Like I, I was infatuated by little things and like Emily's green eyeshadow and like just shit like that. Like I, in the movie, like I, that I was obsessed with. I remember being so obsessed with like movies and things like that. And so I always knew deep down that I would um, probably end up here or New York one day. And I, I don't know what exactly made me have the desire I, I ended up visiting a lot of colleges and I like visited, I was going to play, I was going to do cheer or like be a cheerleader at one of them, like big 10, do the sorority thing. And I, for some reason was like, I have to visit FITM, which is the fashion Institute of design and merchandising. And then some other fashion schools in New York, like the new school Parsons and uh, uh, FIT. And so I was like, so it felt like my whole life, I don't know if this is like a good picture to paint in your head, but it felt like I was playing tug of war in Indiana with like LA. Like it felt like someone in LA, like the other part of me was like pulling me to get my ass to LA because like the, the force was like, this girl needs to be here. Like I, I can't even explain it, but like, I just knew I needed, I was an yeah. innate in me. I like, even when I moved here, so I moved here. And I went to FITM, Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I studied digital media and digital cinema. It was amazing. Learned so much. I did miss out on like the college experience, like being a sorority girl, but I still get my fix when I go home. And I'm very grateful for what I learned. I would not have the job that I have now without going there. And now I, I thought I was going to be an executive producer at like Warner Brothers and now I'm in the YouTube world. And it works out perfectly because I love the behind the scenes. I love being in front of the camera. I love um, every aspect of it. And that's like what a YouTuber does, like 80 million people's jobs in one. <laughs> and I'm also very lucky to work for Alicia Marie, who's a beast at YouTube. 
and she is like the it girl lifestyle OG goats, like greatest of all time. And um, we're like, now I call her the Michael Jordan to my Scotty Pippen. I am happy to assist her anytime and she can slam dunk. So <laughs> I help her with every aspect of like her videos, podcasts, whatever. And, um, you know, she obviously is the, the star of that show. And I'm happy to support her anyway and learn from her. And I'm just lucky to be in the same room as her all the time to pick her brain. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah um, sorry. That was a long spiel. I love it though. They were on a podcast. I hope it's long. <laughs> it's always the worst when you have a guest and it's like, so how were things? And then they're just like one word answer. You're like, you know, one oh, words. Yeah. Tell like, for the host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like curious though, like between going to school and getting, um, like, how did you land the job with Alicia? And like, what were you doing before working with Alicia? So I did a shit ton of, can I cuss? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> I did a shit ton. I did a fourth ton of <laughs> internships uh, before I worked for Alicia and just in school in general. Like I, when I tell you I moved here by myself, like I knew no one. I didn't have a, a long lost cousin that lived here. Everyone has yeah. like an aunt or someone I know, right? that like I'm in the lives same here, boat. knows someone. I, I didn't know. I didn't know shit and I didn't know anyone, but I knew I needed to be here. Like I, I remember I was even dating someone for a long time, long distance. And I literally was like, oh my God, like we're going to end up together. But I, in my heart, I was like, I'm never going to leave LA anytime soon. Like I, I knew that. And I always say like, I'm homesick and I want to go home, but like, I'm not going to at least soon. Like I, something about LA, like I have to be here. Yeah. It's just like the energy here I'm addicted to, but I, I did a crap ton of internships, unpaid, some shitty, some great but I never regret any of them because experience is priceless and connections are priceless and you should work for free. If you're moving out here and you don't know anyone and you need to make your way, figure it out. You know, like I know it's easier. It's good. Someone's always going to have it easier. And once you accept the fact that like, no, this is worth it to me. Like this is part of my journey. I need to take this unpaid internship, whatever it's, it's worth it. And so I, I mean, my first real internship that I remember, it was all men. I was the only, it was a production company. I was the only female ever there. Um, oh my God. And yeah. And you know, what was crazy is this is really rare, but I never once felt uncomfortable. I never once felt that I was very lucky. Cause I was really young. I was yeah. probably 18 and I, it was unpaid and they just let me freaking do my thing. I edited a whole TV show and when I was 18 and I don't know how I finesse that truly, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just like in my head, I always do. You need to always do to, in order to stand out, you need to do more than what you're asked and do mm. what they don't even know that they want. Like you have mm. to think like, what could I do when you walk into an internship? Like do your forking job and don't annoy them. But also what could you do that they didn't even know they needed help with? Mm. Like, so I was trying to think two steps ahead. So for instance, they, when they gave me a little bit to like edit, I would edit more just for the fun of it in a different project, not no bother, no anything. And then they happen to use it, you know, they're like, oh shit, you can do that. Actually, can you do the rest of it? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I was very grateful, um, especially to have like male 
figures of like people to look up to in Hollywood that weren't like making me feel uncomfortable. Shitty. Most yeah. Of them do. yeah. Yeah. Making you feel like shit and awful yeah. and like terrible. Um, they were awesome. I, yeah, I worked for a company there and then I worked for a few other production companies. Anytime I got like a job or a gig because production and like that world is so like by the fly, like next, next you get the job, like the next day mm. it's like, okay, are you available tomorrow? Kind of thing. So I would take at, up at all those opportunities and just try and learn and meet, like be a fly on the wall, like learn and meet as many people as I could ask good questions and be as like valuable and helpful. Like the, one of the biggest things people value in the world, but mostly in the entertainment industry is just trust someone that they can be in and someone to rely on someone to be like, you know, if I, there's not many people out there, if I was splattered on the high, on the freeway and I got in a horrible car accident, there's truly not that many people you could call right in your Mm -hmm. life that Mm -hmm. would drop everything they need to do and come help you. And I wanted to be that steady person. Like, what do I have to offer? Nothing. So I can be like, I don't have the money or the connections or the anything to help people. But what I can do is have someone, I can be that person that can be reliable. And I Mm. I can, they can trust me to go do my job, get the coffee they want and not make a fool of themselves and be a good reflection of them. Mm. And so, you know, just have a high level of integrity because believe it or not, it's really rare in LA to have a high level of integrity. And so, yeah, I worked my way up kind of doing all these internships. I would literally like cold message people on it on LinkedIn. Like I wanted to work for Amazon studios and I would just message them and be like, can I shadow you? Like I was, I was crazy, but like, that's what you have to do. Yeah. But like, girl, you made it like, you're not crazy. (laughs) People always message me. They're like, Hey, like, can I work for you? And I'm like, um, in my head, I'm like, well, when I was doing this for people, I like pitched my whole self with a PowerPoint about why you should hire me. So I'm like, I have such high expectations for like when I hire people and like recommend people. Cause I'm like, I did that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I went above and beyond and I know what I was capable of. So like, I expect that from people now. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't like make a whole <laughs> PowerPoint <laughs> about why you should be so-and-so's employee, why would I recommend you? Yeah. Um, because I did that. I and literally you- did that. And you like, you literally, not that you started from the bottom, but it's like, you literally had nothing here. So it's like, you know, it's not like, it's not like you, you were like, oh, well, I was connected and things like that. It's like, you have the right to have that standard. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm not trying to say like, I had it rough. Like my parents no, no, no. paid for my rent. Like I was very privileged in yeah. that sense. But as far as like connections in this world, like my, my dad is not Steven Spielberg. Neither is my aunt. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it, I was very privileged in that my parents helped me move out here. They helped pay for my, you know, Keurig, like things like that. I was very Mm -hmm. grateful for. However, it doesn't make it any less hard to move across the country and make it in this industry. Like it, it doesn't mean that, it wasn't hard for me because it freaking was. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, you have to go above in the uh, uh here's the thing in LA, everyone is a transplant here and they're all freaking talented. Like everyone was like the star of like their high school or they're, they're the star <laughs> of something in their hometown, and now they're here. So it's really hard to get like a job at like Starbucks or Zara. Like I applied for a job at Zara, I, I didn't get it. Like 
I, I applied for jobs everywhere, like clothing stores, whatever, just to have like a side hustle and make little extra cash Money. for Ubers and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so hard to get a job here because everyone here is forking talented and everyone mm-hmm. here was like the star of their small town. So you have to go above and beyond to stand out. I mean, like literally, I, I know a story which just stood out to me so much. He was an agent friend of mine and they were looking for a new assistant and they were like taking all these interviews and they're like, no one's really standing out. And someone sent their resume with a new pair of shoes to the agent. And they were like, I just wanted to get my foot in the door. <laughs> like that's what they did to stand out. And it, it, I think the person got the job, uh, obviously just because you buy a new pair of shoes doesn't mean you're going to get the job, but yeah. you have to think creatively, like uh-huh. what actually makes you stand out. I know. I remember Logan Paul talking on his podcast. He was like the person that works for impulsive now, like sent a whole, um, you know, PowerPoint on like what they could do with like thumbnails and TikTok ideas and whatever that like, I hadn't even thought of. And I was like, that is exactly the type of person you need to hire is someone that goes above and beyond and like is a diehard like fan. So yeah, that's how uh, I, I also worked for CBS, which was like a really good uh, studio experience. And I, when I was there, I, it was awesome. They treated me so well and they have their shit together, but it was a little bit too corporate for me. I still was mm. like, something about this isn't like hitting different for me. Like I was yeah. like, it's a little too, I, I was like, I know this isn't my, my end spot. I was like, I know this isn't where I'll end up. Like you just know. Yeah. And so then, um, yeah, I worked for them. I worked on sets with like Amazon studios, like, and I got my big internships, which were good for my resume. And I ended up, you know, working for Alicia Marie, who never to this day has never looked at my resume. <laughs> and, um, I swear she hired me because of like, just integrity, like trust integrity. And she was like, I trust this girl. I'll help teach her. And, and she did teach me a lot and she still does to this day, but that's kind of how I got my job. And did you, how did you meet her? I met her through a mutual friend. Um, who is also an influencer. Her name's Kenzie Elizabeth. Do you know who that is? Yeah. 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 So Kenzie introduced me to Alicia just as friends, not as like work people. And I think Alicia always like had her eye on Alicia's very smart and strategic. Mm. And I think she was like noted. Right. (laughs) And then you guys, like when she knew I was like graduating and like when I was working for all these places, she was like noted, noted, noted. Yeah. Like she keeps an eye on, she's smart. She's smart cookie. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Super. Like there was so much there. I love the part about like integrity and how, if you don't have anything to provide up front at the beginning, it's like, you can always like, I view it as like, even just like in general, in like, this is something I view in life. It's like, you can just, as you said, like be a reflection to the other person. I think that's beautiful. And it's like, and just show up for the other person and see the other person. Like even I go to a cafe or whatever. It's like, I acknowledge the barista and things like that. And it's crazy how big of an impact that can have on people, because I know how big of an impact it has when people do that for me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you start dating someone and you're like, holy shit, he remembered my coffee order, like right. that I like slightly mentioned. And you're like, holy shit. Like he remembers the details or whatever, yeah. um, he or she, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like he, I noticed that like, that means a lot to me when anyone notices the details, especially someone I'm interested in. 
And mm-hmm. so that's, you, you have to remember the details and like, you just go the fucking extra mile. I, I, people don't like, it's not that hard. I'm mm-hmm. like, go the extra mile. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. Um, I'm curious, like, what do you think we've kind of touched on it now? So what like skills or maybe like personality traits do you think? I, I think we've talked about it, but I just want to get more clear on like, has been the biggest contributors to your con- Oh my goodness. Let me restart. No, so what, sk- what skills or personality traits have been the biggest contribution to your success? Do you think? Definitely high level of integrity. And mm. that was instilled in my head from a family friend who's literally like family. Yeah. Before I moved out here, he was like, he sat me down and was like, you know what he told me, he was like, you know, the one thing you have to offer is you have a high level of integrity and that's like what will get you anywhere. And like, mm. And it like, I, it made me remember for life. Just yeah. essentially that means be a good forking person. Yeah. And not just being nice or. Hey, yeah. You know, I know what you mean. Like fluff, like surface means, nice. Yeah. It means like if you were in the shittiest situation and all hell was breaking loose, you would still do the right fucking thing, mm. you know? And, um, that's one, I think being loyal and like trustworthy is another, what, what, what was the question? Was it to success? Like, like yeah. Like what skills or, or personality traits do you think contributed? I think, yeah. Being loyal and trustworthy, um, high level of integrity. I also think being authentic and true to yourself. Like I know that's so cliche because people say it all the time, but you know, rocking the fact that I'm from Indiana. I mean, literally like Alicia Marie knows more about Indiana now than she ever once would. (laughs) And like, it's because I'm like, I'm not afraid to talk about where I came from or I'm not a, you know, like that's okay that I'm not in the like light pink and whatever. And I'm not even trying to be, I know that sounds like so pick me girl right now. Like, uh, no, I know what you mean. (laughs) Like, that's okay that I um, am into like, sports and flames and I'm uh, um like I stick out like a sore thumb in LA that's okay that I'm not a supermodel living here and I think the sooner you accept that mm-hmm. um like being authentic to yourself and like you know rocking it I think that's really attractive to people in LA because mm-hmm. not a lot of people are authentic and true to themselves here hundred percent. That's what I was saying in the beginning. You just summed it up way better there. (laughs) Um, I'm curious, do you think there was like a specific moment within your career? And I know that you are surrounded by some people that are on a a different level. And we talked about this at the beginning. I'm sure you don't view like you being like at your end destination, but as we mentioned before to someone like me, like I view as like quite successful. So do you think there was a moment where your like career really took off and like do you think, or are you still kind of like waiting? Yeah. I, yes. I think there were two parts in my head where it was like, we were turning a corner. Yeah. If you don't attract when you're like turning a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one was when I first got my job with Alicia and she took me like being in her vicinity to be able to ask any question I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like a sponge. I was asking everything like, you know, what, why did you do that? Or like asking everything and anything. And I think 
it was, I think it was the year she hired me. And I, I was actually like my family shit, my family stuff was going to shit, but my mm-hmm. career, I felt it like kind of taking off. Like I felt like when Ariana Grande was like, I was like winning all these awards and like everything wasn't going well for me. And um, I was actually really sad. Like literally that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I felt like a, a turning point in my career when I started working for her. And I was like, holy shit. Like I, the sky's kind of like, there's no ceiling here. You know, mm. I was like, I am like, I have a lot to grow. I mean, still to this day, three years later, I'm like, I, I'm still here and I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, if I wasn't, I wouldn't still be working for her. Like I, I still have so much to learn and so much um, like value to gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was like the first one that I was like, whoa, I'm like, I know I was like, it's like, I finally got to her house, AKA our office. And I was like, oh. I know I'm in a right, I'm in the right spot right now. Mm. You know, like I made it to like a checkpoint in my yellow brick, brick road of life or whatever. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, like this feels warm and fuzzy. Like yeah. this is right. Um, which is cool. Cause like other internships, I, I had never gotten that feeling at any other internship or mm. job that I had been at. And I was like, Ooh, like I, I like got butterflies. I get butterflies thinking about it. Cause I was like, I know something is good here. Like this, the sauce is like the cake. This is a really key ingredient in the cake of my like career life that um this is like the flour or whatever the most important I don't even know how to first make a cake I'm giggling because I'm like I relate I'm relating to this so hard right now with the situation I'm currently really oh yeah dude like it's insane like when this happened I was like yeah like I I'm like that's why I'm giggling because I'm like I literally the feelings you're describing is what I'm in literally right now. yes yes there was nothing like (laughs) oh you know blah, 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 told me this. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's no. my turn. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's a feeling. It's like, yeah. you know, even like when someone says, um, I love this quote, when um, something goes down with a friend that you're really close with and um, you guys get in a fight, you never remember what they said that like made you guys you? break up as friends. It was the feeling like that mm. they made you feel. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know, trust like those trust, try and recognize when those feelings happen. So then that happened. And then the second turning point, or I guess my like second quarter of the race or whatever the term is, <laughs> I um, was really when COVID hit and I really started my YouTube channel and gave it a true shot because mm-hmm. I used to, I've always been obsessed with YouTube and I would make videos and they were forking good. And like, I would edit them like really good. And I wouldn't upload it because I couldn't stand looking at myself. Like I was like mm. so insecure with how I looked. And what I was saying, and I was like, you're so dumb. You can do better than this. Mm. Like, I, I was like a perfectionist in that way. And I, I didn't love myself. Like I, I couldn't stand the thought of like editing raw footage and like looking at myself. Like I, to this day, when my editor can't edit my raw footage, it stresses me out. Cause I'm like, holy shit. I don't know if I can look at myself for that long. Mm. Like truly, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's a me issue. Like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure I'm everyone to some degree is like that. But I really giving my YouTube channel a shot and cause I, I know deep down, I'm like, I could be a good YouTuber because like, I, I just like, I love every aspect of it. I love coming with the video idea. I love setting up the camera. I love getting sick ass angles. I love the transitions. I love the editing. I love the packaging of the thumbnail and the title and the, all the things like I, I like, I'm a hoe for it. Like I, yeah. I, I could talk about it all day, but, um, 
that was holding me back is that I was like, oh my God, my double chin. Oh my God, my pimple. Oh my God, whatever. And I was like, who fucking cares? Like, I don't look at that at all when I'm watching mm-hmm. someone on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never noticed that. Yeah. And so when I like finally gained the confidence, which is really and rooted from the roommates. So I lived with Alicia, specifically Alicia, but also Ashley and Taryn that, you know, gassed me up and gave me the confidence to like, see, see the benefit of like the light at the end of the tunnel of like why it's worth it to post when like even if you feel like you look like shit or how to love yourself and stuff like that I um that was another big career turning point because I was like I know I have the secret sauce to be a decent fucking youtuber and I'm not using it I'm not adding it to my arsenal cake you know and I I have the secret sauce like why am I not using it and so I, um, finally did took a, ch- took the chance and like, you know, dove into the deep end and really did my YouTube channel and growing my own audience, um, has been the sickest thing like in the entire world. I'm like, why am I getting teary? I'm thinking about it. Um, just because for so long I wanted to do that. And like, it took me forever to like be able to have the balls. That's why I'm always like, anyone's like, I want to start a YouTube channel. What I do. I'm like, don't think about anything launch now adjust later. Like it's never mm. going to be perfect. Like literally mm. I was just with two ginormous YouTubers last night and they were like feeling discouraged about their channel. And they were like, eh, maybe we'll like do it in like six months. And I was like, why? I was like, don't do what I did launch now adjust later. It's never going to be perfect. You're never going to, that's like saying, Oh, I'll talk to my crush when I'm 10 pounds lighter. Mm. That's so that mentality is fucking toxic. I hate mm-hmm. that shit. I'm and it's because I do it. Like I'm like, oh, like I'll like buy this bikini when I get to this or I'll like, you know, splurge on this when my skin's like I do that shit. But there's I always hate- something else like at yes. the end of the tunnel. You're never there. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. never ever ever going to be perfect in the moment you recognize that. So like doing the YouTube channel and having the support from um, not only my boss, but also one of my best friends and then getting a manager and a team behind me that like believes in me. I like that was a huge turning point in my mm. career. Um, so, yeah, those are like the two things that stand out to me now. I'm so sorry. I'm like rambling so much. Please Dude, I'm I'm loving it. Like, don't even <laughs> okay. apologize. Like, I'm, okay. I'm like, I'm like the sponge right now. OK, OK, OK. I could talk here all day. Super interesting because you know what I'm thinking now. That's when I found you. And so do you know what? Um, I found you on YouTube and I had thought you had been a YouTuber for so long with your content. Do you know what I mean? But then and so then do you know what? Like when I was preparing for this, like like last week, I think it was, I went back and I just looked at the beginning of your YouTube page and I was like, Well, wait, because I saw you had uploaded videos like years ago and then there was a huge gap. And then like that was the most recent one. So I was like, did she re- delete a bunch of videos or did she literally just start? Like yeah. In the COVID. only reason I keep those vlogmas videos, there's like, a, if you go to the bottom of my channel, there's like, I did vlogmas one year. I didn't finish it very on brand for me, <laughs> but I did. Um, I did do vlogmas like years ago when I was in college, I think I was like maybe a freshman in college. So I was probably like 18 because I'm really young for my grade. And I keep those videos there just to like, as in like, a subtle like node to myself like no I like I've been new about this for a while I just took way too long to launch it like I should have yeah. been doing I probably would be way more 
I'd be way more rich right now if I would have started YouTube way earlier. <laughs> this is a no for like, people listening. I'm like, my bank account would like look really good right now. <laughs> um, no, but it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I, I truly, truly believe that. Like uh, my chapter needed to start or my book needed to be written a little bit later than some of my friends. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like time is time is like not a thing. I was listening to your conversation with Alicia on your podcast and you were talking a lot about like networking and you've mentioned it here before too, about like, it's like what you, it's like, it's about like the, the importance of connections is what I'm trying to say. So for me in my life, something that has really rung true is the cliche of like, it's not what you know, but who, you know, sometimes would you say that's true for you or would you agree? Or like, do you have any thoughts on that? Oh my God. Yeah. I would rather be connected genuinely. I know you're like, yeah, "Yeah, you're fucking lying. I, there's been times, right? So I've like in this, I don't know if people know this, but like in my career, I've low key become this like connector person Mm. a little bit. Like on the side, I connect talent with people like me and the talent will offer to pay me for the connection. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of money, like a Mm -hmm. percentage of this person's salary, right? And I mean, I'm not going to say I'll never take that because you never know. Um, And I've definitely entertained the idea. Everyone's like, you need to charge for these connections because finding someone that you can trust is very, very, very sought after. And like, it's a Mm -hmm. valuable thing. So, um, but I genuinely would rather just have a good connection with not only the talent, but the person working for them more than what, like 10, 20 K or even like a hundred K. Like, of course I would think about it. I would be like, shit, like, should I just take this check right now? Like that, that's a lot of fucking money. Like I could do a lot with that. Right. Like that's, that's so much money, but I value relationships and the connection and the ability to call them for a favor anytime I need or want, or even just the ability to pick their brain at the end of the day, it is more valuable. Mm -hmm. It is to me. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's because also I think I've been really blessed and lucky to be surrounded by so many successful people that I know how much value, for instance, I just see how much value like Alicia has provided to my life. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. a lot of these successful people obviously have a lot of value too. I I know how much value I can provide to someone's life, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I think being able to have someone's phone number and being able to call or FaceTime and like, be like, Hey, can I pick your brain about this is super valuable to me. Mm -hmm. I think it's more important than a check personally. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And it's, it's so again, like making it about me again, but like it's validating to hear someone in your position say that because for a really long time, like I'm the same as you. I love just connecting with people and like building relationships. It comes so innately to me as well. And I just like, I light up from it. Right. But I, I never, I guess, saw the value in it. I was always just like, oh yeah, I'm just good at that. Like I'm just personable, whatever. When I was a waitress, it helped me get like good tips, but like, that's about it. Whereas like, as I'm going through my life now, it's like, I am seeing that like as you said, not that I would go down this route in the future, but just that there is even just connect, like being the connector there's opportunity there. If you wanted to leverage financially, you like, that could be a thing, but I agree. I'm the same as you. It's like more just like 
the people that I'm surrounded by currently in my life, it's just like insane how, how much, like what they provide me is priceless. You know what I mean? So yes, I get you. I well, get the you. other thing too, is like, I'm fortunate enough to like have a job where I get paid. And I also have this other side hustle YouTube thing where I get paid. And you know what? I don't need, I, of course the 10 K or however much it is, that's a lot of fucking money. And yes, I would love to have it, mm-hmm. but I don't need it to live. Right. And so I don't want also like, it is a lot of risk for someone to pay me that much money. And then what if the relationship isn't that good that I connected with them with, and I don't want them to resent me for having to pay me. Like it's a big risk and, um, not as much reward. Like I, I find there to be way more of a reward in just having that, being able to have a successful connection like me being able to connect totally. them successfully as yeah. way more of a reward to me than getting my check and like it not being that successful. And that person being like, God, I wasted so much money on that person that connected me with a shitty person. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Totally. It goes back to the integrity piece. So, um, okay. I'm curious what, like, do you have a networking tips? Cause you are so good at it. Like, what would you say? <laughs> uh, yes. I think I'm a good networker because I love people. I mean, I really empathize with people. For instance, I I keep bringing her up, but like Alicia is a natural introvert and like she, I get a high off of meeting new people and like being in a room of people. I don't know, like a shit ton of people. She is like the opposite. Same with my roommate. They're like, Oh my God, why would I go out like to a room of people? I don't know. And like (laughs) meet new people like that. I'm so satisfied here. And that's fine. Not Mm -hmm. everyone, you know, and they're way better at things than I'm shitty at you know, and, um, not saying that either of them are shitty at networking. They're pretty damn good. I know, but like, but, um, yeah, I, I innately love meeting new people and I've always been good at meeting new people, whether it it was just like, it's a thing that's in me. I, I can't even explain it, but some tangible tips that I would say are, um, always try and find a common ground and you can find a common ground with anyone. So one thing is like, I always ask, where are you from? You know, that's the first question. So if they're from the Midwest, easy money. I got this in my bag, right? Because I'm from the Midwest. But if they're from New York, oh, I have a friend who lives in New York, you know? Or, oh, how's the pizza? Oh, how's the bagels? Oh, how's the whatever? Um, Oh, I'm from Florida. Oh my gosh, my family used to vacation there. You know, like always trying to find a common ground. I'm trying to think if someone was like, Oh, from Alaska. If someone was like, Oh, I'm from Alaska. I have no connection to Alaska. I'd be like, wait, that's so crazy. Aren't there cruises that like go there? I I always think of the proposal when I think of Alaska, like (laughs) I have no connection to Alaska, but that's what I think of. Just say what you're thinking of like your connection to that, because there's that warm and fuzzy feeling when you make a connection to someone like, wait, you're from Indiana. Like there's something warm and fuzzy about that. People love like a, uh, it's like a light bulb goes off mm-hmm. or like, like curiosity, like about the other person, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ask a lot of questions. Um, and like, especially with entertainment people, like it, it doesn't serve in entertainment world, it's rare when you aren't cloudy. So like, if you aren't cloudy, you stand out. So if you're asking them questions about their life or how they actually are about their dog, people value that because everyone's always asking about their job or always asking Mm. about their numbers or, you know, their success. And sometimes someone just wants to be asked, like, 
how are you? Or not saying you need to be in a therapist, but like even asking like, oh my God, I saw in one of your videos, um, you just named your dog. Like, why'd you come up with the name? It's so crazy. You know, I think another thing, um, another tip that is rare is like, it's, it's okay to fangirl, but there's a fine line. Mm. Like, I think a lot of people in LA are like, who are you? You know, Mm -hmm. when they clearly know who it is, Yeah, but like, I think it's fine to be like, oh my God, I saw your video. That was so sick. Like I, I loved that one shot where you did blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's okay to say that, but also there's a fine line between being like, okay, that was a little creepy versus like, (laughs) um, uh, I'm so honored that you watch, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I, I would say always find a common ground. Um, don't be afraid to introduce yourself. People even say with dating, they're like, oh, if you're at a bar, one of my favorite tricks is like, if you're at a bar and you see a cute guy, ask him for a favor. Be like, hey, can you hand me that napkin? Or be like, hey, do you know what's good here? Like, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to ask the question. Like, you'll never hit a home run unless you, like, you have to swing. Yeah. Like, who cares if you swing and miss? You as well try and freaking swing and foul ball, you know? Yeah. That's like the worst that can happen is, is you swing and you forking miss and that's fine. Yeah. Um, you also I'd learn rather, from it too. Yeah. I personally am the type that I would rather try and fail than not try at all and like regret it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just think finding a common ground, um, also networking like online, like you can do that by commenting on people's shit and not being like, comment like you're their friend, be like, yes, queen, you work those wedges or like whatever. Like if you're an actual fan and you want to be friends with someone, like show them that you know them, you know, Mm -hmm. or like that you would be a good friend, like comment, like they're your friend or whatever. That's what I would do. Um, Mm -hmm. and I do that all the time to this day. Like if, if I follow someone and I'm like, I want to be friends with you, I'll comment like I'm their friend and they they'll most more often than not, they'll notice they'll be like, who is this chick? (laughs) And, um, because it's cool. It's rare when someone like actually takes time just to comment something cool and funny, um, versus like a fire emoji. Mm -hmm. Totally. It stands out. Yeah. And it's like, I'm all about like embodying who you want to be. Like, even if you're not that person, like the fake it till you make it. And so it's even like, that's cool how it even transitions there. It's like, if you want to be this person's friend, act like a friend before you're even friends with them. You know what I mean? Totally. Even like, I think there's nothing wrong with like speaking out into existence what you want. So like right now I'm in this phase where I'm like, Ooh, I kind of want to be set up. Like I've never truly been, I always set people up and I'm like, I want someone to set me up like for on a date, like on a date. I okay. be set up. Yeah. yeah. So I've been telling people, everyone I meet, I'm like, yeah, you got anyone to set me up with? Like I'm looking for, I'm, I want to be set up. I set everyone up. Like I'm like, you just got to say what now. you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you better like, you have to say what you want. Like if you want to work for Warner brothers, like to be like, yeah, my dream job's Warner brothers, but right now I'm working here. Like say it. The yeah. first act of like getting to what you where you want is like saying it. Write up. it down first and then say it and then say it to people. Once you say it to strangers and stuff, it's kind of like when you're going through a breakup and you finally tell like a stranger, mm. yeah, like yeah, my boyfriend and I just broke up. Like it feels good. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking hard, but it feels good. It's like the mm-hmm. next step. Mm-hmm. I want to get into that, like. I'm so for it. Like if you want to call it like manifestation, law of attraction, but like, I'm so in it. And then like, I saw, um, Same. you've done a couple episodes. Like, I think it was like Harry. Cause like Harry, again, like his content, I don't really consume, but I love that he's into manifestation and shit like that. Cause it's like someone you wouldn't really expect. And so yeah. I'm like curious, like what, 
what other like mindset things or like what are important mindset things that you kind of just like are non-negotiables for you? I always have a list, a running list in journals and in my phone. So I have a note that's like manifestations. And then every month I'll be like, by end of September, these are my manifestations. And then I also have by end of 2021, Hmm. um, of like exactly what I want. So even little forking things, like I'll be like horror nights with hot guy. Like I want to go to universal horror nights with a hot guy. So I thought you said something else. No, no, no. You're thinking like <laughs> W-H-O-R-E probably. I'm I was thinking like, oh, like girl. horror, like, <laughs> like, like <you> Halloween. <laughs> no, Halloween horror nights, like Got H-O-R-R-O-R. You. Like, um, for instance, that's like, it's like a spooky um, yeah. haunted house thing. Like be specific, like going to horror nights with friends and hot guy to protect me from scary chainsaw dude you know what I mean like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. be specific as hell I'm trying to I'm like thinking of stuff on my ass right now like um uh your car even yes yes um Range Rover by end of 2021 like that was in my end of 2021 that's just so happened to happen earlier but um things like that or even like little like collab uh juicy collab in by end of 2021, like, I don't know what that means. Like, could that mean a lip brand? Could that mean my favorite cups that I use all the time? Could that mean phone cases? Like, I don't know. Like, so, I, but I recommend being specific, like being like toaster collab um, with Smeg. I'm like looking at it, red toaster yeah. Smeg yeah. collab by end of whatever. Like, I think writing that writing it down is the first thing. And then also saying it out to your friends and your loved ones, like speaking out into existence and then saying it to a stranger. Mm. like I want like oh go ahead I want to I want to be set up like saying that to people um Mm -hmm. casually is like the just first step do you believe in like visualization or like journaling do you do any of that other stuff I'm more of a list girl so I'll like um I'll just write I'll continue to write in my list and I more like visualize it in my head like I I visualize mostly when I'm like in the car driving because I commute to work or like when I'm on the treadmill or in the shower, like I'll, I'll visualize things, but I'm not like, you know, on my knees with crystals or anything. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Cause I'm the same, like it's, um, not on this. I just mean you, you were talking earlier about like how to follow those things that like light you up in a way. And I feel like when you get in that emotion, at least for me, when I think about something in the future and I'm like visualizing it, whether it's, yeah, I'm on a walk or I'm in the shower or whatever, or if I'm like meditating and I'm actually actively thinking about it, I found that the most like success or like the most things come to fruition when I'm feeling that feeling before it actually happens. Right. And that's even oh, like wow. being a friend. Do you know what I mean? Do you get yeah. what I'm saying, kind of? Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, if I feel like I need to even do that more, like I'm a little bit I guess compared to like that, I'm a little bit more analytical. Like I'm, I write it down. Like I I have to write it down and then I'll like, and then I'll like, um, I'll go back to the list to like kind of remember Mm -hmm. what I'm manifesting in Mm -hmm. a way. Um, and I'm, when I'm really manifesting, that's when I'm like, not, I don't ever need to go back to my list. It's just like top of mind. Yeah. It's happening. I love it. Um, what else do we have here? Um, 
What is one thing that people might not know about your job or like would be surprised to hear? Oh gosh. Or just like the the space you're in. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of, um, I am in a very unique position because I, I'm, I'm still in the position where I understand the employee and viewer side of things. Yet I also understand the creator mm-hmm. side of things because now that I'm doing it myself, I understand like Alicia Marie and why she does the things way more now. Yeah. For instance, there's this thing on YouTube right now where everyone, I was just talking about this last night. Everyone wants, you know, when there's like viewers who they find a YouTube and they're like here before they get famous, Mm -hmm. people comment that they're like here before they blow up. Right. And it's like this little niche thing that everyone loves. They're like, oh my God, I'm here before they blow up. Right. And then they like love you and they, they're, they're so excited. They're like, oh my God, they're going to blow up. Like I'm so excited for them. And then when you blow up, they resent you as a Mm. creator. They're like you've changed. Uh, you're different. You have a nicer house. And then as a creator, you're like, isn't this what you wanted? Like, yeah, it's so, it's such a mind fuck. And, um, I think, what was your question one more time? It was just like, yeah. Like what would people, what, what, what's something you by? don't know? Yeah. So that is really interesting to me because I, to, to Alicia, I'm like, why don't you show that you have that nice purse? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm like, that's so yeah. cool. Like you earned that yourself. You made your own money. You worked your ass off to get that. Why wouldn't you show that? And she's like, well, people are just going to say blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how shitty that you worked your ass off to get to where you want to be, to be in the position to buy that. And now people will resent you for showing what you worked hard for because mm-hmm. you've changed when really at the beginning, they were the ones that were so excited for, for you to get I that. mean, do you know what I mean? It's just, I get it. I, I totally that's get something it. That's really weird. For instance, right now, like I moved into this apartment and, um, like a, a year ago and it's weird because I still geek out about it. Um, and like, I want to show it because it's like really fucking nice, mm-hmm. but also part of me is like, uh, am I not going to be like, uh, relatable anymore because this, like, no, who can fucking relate to like a high rise? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a kind of a mind. Like, I think I'm just realizing more of like, I guess, creator struggles that right, yeah. I never fully understood because I wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think like, I just wish people on the internet had more empathy or they just realized, I think people on the internet see like, internet people, not as people. I think they Mm. see them as like a character. I'm like, no, this isn't Daenerys from Game of Thrones. This is Amelia Clark that you're commenting Mm on. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't her character. Like Alicia Marie isn't a character. That's actually her. Mm. Um, you know? Yeah. I I, totally, I just think people, when they comment, they don't think we'll see it. Um, and so I just, I just wish people, I guess empathize or saw people as I, I get it that, you know, 
influencers are very lucky and um, it's a crazy job and we're very blessed and, you know, but a lot of influencers are really grateful for the shit that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird when you get to the point where you're like, shoot, should I show this? Like, I'm really proud of this. So like, this is my dream. Like I just bought my dream purse that took me literally like three years to buy. And, um, I just bought it and it's like, we, I feel weird showing it. Cause I'm like, Oh, like this is my dream purse. It's like my dream person. I'm so excited to show it. But I'm also like, oh, are people going to be like, she's so, she's just like all the rest now. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird. I think Emma though does such a good job of doing it. Cause it's like, she's literally the face of Louis Vuitton that you would like never know from her YouTube <laughs> <No> channel. <laughs> it is pretty funny. <laughs> I always like think that's the weirdest like thing. Um, uh, she's a rare is, case though. Yeah. Not everyone's like Emma. Yeah. It is interesting that it's like these people are helping you get to this end goal. And then once you get to the end goal, they like all of a sudden just switch it, like that would be such a mind fuck. I never I like again I would never think of that you know what I mean and then you get to the point where you're you're creatively stunted because mm. you're like my real life as a creator you're uh, like my real life is that I'm really proud and I just bought this purse right yeah that's my real life and I'm like telling my friends and they're so excited for me and like whatever but like if I make a YouTube video, like, then you're like, okay, I, I want to show that on, I'm telling my friends that in my real life. And normally I would show that on camera, but now you're thinking, how will this be perceived? Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to like do 80 million disclaimers before? Like, I'm just, that's an example, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Cause you're trying to be authentic and just like document your life, your lifestyle. Yeah. Like, it's like, creator. everyone wants you to be authentic, but it's like, when you are, they like, uh, hate, they you. hate you for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what forking pisses me off. And like, um, I don't know. I just, it's sad. It makes me sad because creators have a hard time creating because it's like, you're not even let it, you, you can't even let your creative juices flow because you're stunted by how will this be perceived? Because we live in this forked up cancel culture. Yeah. World. Oh, don't you get me like, it's, cr- it's crazy before I post something like, I'm like, okay, how would a person like this perceive this? How would a person like this perceive this? How would a person from my hometown perceive this? Like the like filters that I go through in my brain before I like post or say something instead of just like actually saying what I would say, mm-hmm. um, is wild. And I could because imagine like, in me. yeah, it's but now I've developed this, like, um, I mean, I feel like I'm way more like chill about it than like huge creators, but like the filter that they go through before they like tweet or say something because they're like worried about how it'll be perceived or taken is so forked up where I feel like the internet used to just be like, just say it mm-hmm. and like, we'll see how it's perceived. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine. so afraid of getting canceled. It's weird. Well, I, I couldn't imagine like just being, I'm, I think you're around the same. I'm 23. Are you 23? 23? Yeah. I'm 24. Okay, cool. It's like, I just uh, like, 24. Oh, um, it's like, like we're so young, we're going to fuck up. We're still figuring our lives out. We're still figuring like out who we are. And the only way to do that sometimes is to fuck up. So it's like, I couldn't imagine living your life and then having people comment on like your life. Do you know what I mean? It's like, whereas they're doing probably the exact same things, but no one else is commenting. So it's like a bit easier for them. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's weird. I want to combine these two together. Um, I don't know if you have the same answer or if it would be different, but I'm wondering if it would be the same thing. But advice you would give to someone that's like wanting to go down a similar career path. And then also, too, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? 
Ooh. If I could tell my younger self one thing, it would be um, to launch now and adjust later, which I talked mm. about earlier. Like mm-hmm. who fucking cares about your acne, double chin, whatever I was insecure about, who cares? Launch now, adjust later, it'll never be perfect. That's what I would tell my younger self. Like start the YouTube channel now. What? You're literally not losing money by not making this YouTube channel. I feel like you're you know speaking I mean? to my soul. I've been thinking about yeah, if, YouTube. <laughs> I don't even know if you're money driven, but if anyone, if that'll help anything, I'm like, you are losing out on money by not starting. That's the one thing. Can I start and on an also, iPhone? That's what I want to know. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I vlog on my phone all the time. Okay. I use the back camera. Like I have a bunch of stuff filmed. I just need to like Oh my God. Use your <laughs> the iPhone is better than some people's actual camera. That's what I'm everyone like, says. So I'm like, okay. Okay. And it's, it, okay. And not, we're not just saying that like it's, no. it's facts. Okay. And you of all people, like you have the, you have the right to say that. Okay. Even me, like, I'm like, I know my fucking shit. I know my cameras. I know tech more than probably most YouTubers. Like yeah. I will pat myself on the back with that. Yeah. And I use like a Canon M50, like to film everything. Like I don't have like a main channel camera. I don't have a sick, like tripod setup. Like I want one, but mm-hmm. like, I really don't need it. You know, mm. you don't need it. Yeah. The convenience of like having my phone and a small ass camera is more important to me. Cause I like, I want to capture, I, I don't need it's way more authentic. Like if I have a ginormous rig with a camera and like a red, like a, a mic and a red camera, like I won't even, I will not act like me. No. Like, and I'm you, you wouldn't pull like, it out in public. You know what I mean? It's no. way more obnoxious. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So launch now, adjust later. What was the first question? Um, like what advice would you give to someone that's entering like a similar career path? Well, same launch now, adjust later. Yeah. Um, um, I would say, work for a YouTuber. Mm. If you want to be a YouTuber forking, do your own thing, but also work for a YouTuber and learn. Mm. You don't mm-hmm. know shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and also be ready to work, like get coffee, get your hands dirty. Don't expect anything. Um, like the most rewarding thing is in the world is being like invited, like being invited to, an event as a plus one that's forking lit like work your way up to that moment and enjoy it like they celebrate the tiny victories um and i'm like hearing sirens and i'm like fork should i like read no i can't hear them we're just talking about i can't hear them um but yeah like work your ass off and don't do the bare minimum like exceed expectations go the extra mile think five steps ahead of what your boss is thinking like if Mm -hmm. they Let's say you're working. Give me a random YouTuber. Uh, hang on. Or let influencer. Think. Let me it think. Let anyone. me think. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay. It can be anyone big like Logan Paul, David Dobrik. Okay. Let's um, just do Remy. Remy. Okay. 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 Let's say you get a job with Remy motherfucking Cruz, right? Um, what is Remy not doing right now that I think she should be? Oh, I know. I love how you can just think of it. Like, girl, come on. I know. Remy has this insane cooking with Remy show. And she is, it's mind boggling to me how good everything about the show is. And I'm like, bitch, the fuck? You don't have a cut down for TikTok? Uh. I'm like, so as the new employee, just make the, don't even pitch the idea to her just on your free time cut the video down, 
to TikToks and have them ready to post with the caption. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Have it ready so that they don't even have to think. And that is like, what is valuable? They're like, oh my God, they're like my second brain. Okay. I have a question. Okay. So say uh, you, you had that idea, you're working for Remy and yeah. you're like, okay, there's opportunity here for these TikTok ideas, but say you got hired as like her assistant and you're handling emails. Okay. And I don't feel Great comfortable. Question. I don't feel comfortable. Like I'm not the strongest at video editing, but I have these ideas. So like, what do I do a half-assed video edit and send it to her or like, no. do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Um, I would say, do your slam your job for mm-hmm. like a month, right? Mm-hmm. Do what you're supposed to do and, you know, do the extra emails, whatever. Then I would say, let's speak it out into existence. What you want. Hey, Remy. I finished my work for the day. I'm actually have been really interested in the creative side of things. Let me know if you would ever want to hear some of my ideas. I actually came up with a few TikTok ideas for you. Here's a list of them. Um, Feel free to check it out if you'd ever be interested, but seriously, no pressure. Um, Got the work done today. Have fun at your event tonight. Do what I mean? Yeah. Like the most, the best thing you can do is hand someone a let me think of a good analogy like you want to hand someone a golden ticket with zero obligation to take advantage of it Mm. like no pressure yeah like hey here's this no pressure but if you want to take up on the opportunity that I could provide value in this way of your life cool if they don't that's not that's not your problem that's you, them, they're fine with what they're doing. You know, that's, and that's okay to try again. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe sometimes people just need to hear things like three times for it to register. Mm-hmm. Even with Alicia, like when TikTok first came out, I was like, bitch, you need to get on TikTok. She's like, I know. Didn't register. The next time, bitch, the fuck? Charlie has a thing with Duncan. Why are you not on TikTok? You know what I mean? She's like, I know. And like, she sees it as this whole, like, oh my God, this is a whole other entity. This is a whole other job. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, sometimes you need it. And then the one time I'm like, hey, I have the sound pulled up. Can you just get this clip? And then I show her the final result of her in it. Like, look how easy this was. Yeah. Then that clicked. And she's like, oh, I can do that. You know what I mean? It's not as hard. Sometimes things need to be presented in a different way. Totally. Um, so yeah, I would just say like, it always needs to make sure you get your work done. Um, what you've asked and more. And then in addition, be like, Hey, no pressure. But if you'd ever be interested, um, here's a list of video ideas I came up with when I was bored one day, like, let me know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not even let me know. Just like, here's a list. Um, see you next week. Sweet. I appreciate that. I'm even yeah, like taking note here. Um, You're you like time- writing your list of videos. Literally. Right <laughs> um, literally, girl. <laughs> so so we've talked about Alicia like quite a bit. And I, I, I love like witnessing you guys' relationship. And like, I think it's so cool to see the value that like you both added to each other's lives. So I'm curious, what has been the greatest piece of advice that Alicia's given you? Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> for <laughs> This is so hard. Such a good question. You're a pretty good host, actually. Thank you. You're a really good host. Oh, there's so many things. I mean, Alicia is so good 
uh, one thing I really admire about her is she's so good at removing her. I, I care too much about it's funny because in real life, I care less about what people think I would say compared to her, but on the internet, I care Mm. more about how people think that she does on her, which is funny because I'm, I would say I'm better at talking to people in real life, but she's way better at talking to people on the internet. Yeah. I think it's maybe like an introversion thing. Do you know what I mean? Cause like, like you, I think YouTubers like often say like, I'm introverted. Like I literally say, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one thing that I really admire or try to like implement, and this is like a battle that I've dealt with within myself, but she is so good at seeing like the full picture on why I struggled so much on just uploading a video or like a half-assed video or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's so good at seeing the full picture of things. So she's like, how do I explain this? I mean, even just thinking of you personally, like how, when you were coming up, she was like noting you, you know what I mean? Like she sees in the end. Yeah. 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 That's a whole other thing. She sees that. Yeah. She sees the full package and things like, for instance, I'll pick myself apart about like one scene where I say a funny remark, but I don't look good in or something. Right. That's Mm -hmm. like a big Mm -hmm. struggle of mine, clearly. And she sees the full package of why that clip is so valuable to the story of your video and your brand. Mm. Like she's so good at seeing like the full package of, I mean, she literally purposefully used to be like, she, she told me this is, this is crazy. I started working for her. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, TK, like when I started taking the YouTube influencer thing, seriously, she was like, TK, whenever you go somewhere in public that you're going to like see people who watch your videos, you need to make sure you have red lips on. And I was like, why you fucking psycho? What are you talking about? She was like, every time she was like growing up with my channel, anytime I went to any meetup or anything, I would have a Starbucks cup in my hand. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, cause that was my brand. She was like, and then it made sense when the view, the person that people idolized and watched on screen in real life, she also had Starbucks. Like it makes mm. you so real. Like, mm. oh my God, they're mm. the exact same person. She's like good at removing her personal self and like l- weirdly seeing like her brand as like a character as like the mm. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, no, and, and, and what's crazy is like, Alicia's one of the most authentic YouTubers I know, but she's good at seeing the full picture. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes we need to like zoom out and see that instead of picking myself apart about the little things or worrying about what my crush might see, um, mm-hmm. that I say in a video or whatever. She's like, who fucking cares? Like, you're not going to be talking to him in literally a month. This video is adding is a part of your journey. It's adding value to your brand and stuff like that. Like she sees the full picture, which is like something that I, um, didn't see at the beginning. She taught me that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like when she's filming, she, she does way better filming when she already knows the title and thumbnail in her head. Whereas Mm. a lot of times I film whatever, and I I have no idea what the title or thumbnail is going to be, which a lot of YouTubers are like that. And not to say one is better than the other. I just think that she is a genius with YouTube. Like she, um, if she's filming and doesn't know the title and thumbnail, she's like, what am I doing right now? Like, what's the full package? Like, she's like, this needs to be a package so that when they click on the thumbnail, it makes sense. Like she mm. thinks about the viewer so much and it as a whole experience. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, 
you're so fucking good at this. Like, how do you think of that? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like she truly was like born to be a tuber. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, so I, being able to see the package and knowing when I'm filming now, being able to recognize, oh, this is the thumbnail and title. Like, that's a really cool, that was a really cool moment for me. Cause I've been doing that recently as of recently. And I used to not even think like that. And the mm. fact that I think like that a little bit now shows that I've learned something um, from yeah. her because I, because at the end of the day, the only on YouTube, the only way people click on you, it's not like TikTok where it's an out for you page and people just show up. People have to see your thumbnail and be intrigued for some reason. And the thumbnail is the only reason why you click, mm-hmm. not even really the title. I would say it's like 80% thumbnail, 20% title. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you'll get the click. So why are we not putting all damn near all of our time and effort into the title and thumbnail? Because that's the only way you'll get the view anyway. Mm. You know, it's true. I think about how I consume. It's always from the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. Which I did not. I didn't see that full package until as of recently. Mm. Interesting. Um, which I don't want people to like pick that apart because I think it's better to just do and figure it out as right. you go. Right, right, right. But that's something just be that mindful of it. innately I had to learn. Mm. Like I, I, that did, that did not come natural to me. I had to kind of learn that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something that, uh, I think is very valuable. Also, I've just learned so many, like so many valuable things from her. I can't even think of basically everything I know is like what I've learned from Alicia Marie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just being around like those other people, even if you're just like literally spending like the day with them and like not even maybe working, they just help you yeah. level up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. The last one I want to ask you is, um, what would you like, what would you say to someone that's just moved to LA? Like about LA, you know what I mean? Like you could, this could be personally, it could be like a business, but it's just like the creature of LA. What would you say to them? I would say, say yes to everything. So like, mm. um, you meet a random person at a bar that has like an event they're going to, and they have to have a plus one go, like yeah. go to everything, say yes to everything. Um, meet everyone, like be, be you. Okay. Be nice to everyone because the amount of assistants that become the CEOs, that is way more normal. Like assistants do become CEOs. So be nice to everyone. Assistants, interns, uh, waiters, hairdressers, you never know who knows so and so Mm -hmm. who can get you whatever job. Everyone in LA has a seat at the table and can provide value somehow. And you need to be a kind person, not because you want to get somewhere, but because you actually just, you need to be a a kind person. Mm -hmm. That'll get you a lot of, um, you need to be a kind person, but you also need to stand your ground, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I, yeah, be nice to everyone. Give everyone the time of day, you know? Um, They're like, I'll never forget the people that didn't, didn't give me the time of day. Mm. Um, oh yeah you know and yeah. like people people don't forget they never forget because mm-hmm. it's not what they said to me it's like how they made me feel and I don't yeah. like that feeling yeah um so yeah that's what I would say is like be nice to everyone say yes to everything um trust your intuition I think if you're in a bad situation you're like I don't like this it's okay to leave like who cares what they think um yeah I'm trying to think of what else to do go to a lot of workout classes that's where I meet a lot of people honestly oh really 
like small talk workout classes. Yeah. Like, um, well, it depends like what crowd you want to be in, but like yeah. a lot of freaking YouTubers and influencer people, they go like basic white girls, they go to like workout classes. They go to soul cycle, you know, or like, you know, people like that are like Hopalates, Equinox. Like you meet a lot of people. Everyone likes to be fit here and like mm-hmm. work out. So that's a go great way too are. to become friends um, mm-hmm. with someone is pe- time is so valuable here, especially because you spend so much time in the car and people don't have a lot of time to waste. So think of something that they could be getting done. And you're also like starting your friendships, AKA being like, Hey, meet me at soul cycle. Like those 10 minutes that you have to talk to at the beginning and at the end of class are still valuable 10 minutes that could like start your relationship. Um, I I've met so many friends and made so many relationships because of me suggesting we should go to a workout class together. I know it's Mm. so basic, but like it, it works. Yeah. Um, I think it's way better. It's way better than asking someone to go to coffee because that is like, okay, this person's going to take an hour of my time and just pick my brain and mm, I get nothing. Right. That's what mm -hmm. like the more successful person, I guess, would like see it as, but going to work out, they're not even thinking about the relationship they're having with this person. They're like, oh, I just have a buddy that's relying me. I have a buddy that's holding me accountable to get my ass to the gym because everyone wants to get their workout in. Yeah. That's so interesting. You know? It's like, be where these people are that you want to meet. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And always, um, it's a good sign if you're the dumbest person in the room. Mm, I love that. Like, I love when I'm the dumbest. I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm <laughs> yeah. in the right forking room. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the <laughs> wrong room, girl. Yeah. Move, move it on up, you know? Yeah. And it's like getting comfortable in that and like asking the dumb questions because sometimes it's a bit hard, but like, I feel like it's like a muscle. Once you just start doing it, you're like, fuck it. I'm going to go balls to the wall and I'm going to ask the dumbest questions. Yeah. It's right like, now. be yeah. curious. Like, yeah. Pe- also people love talking about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. especially successful people. Like they're like, oh yeah. Like, the- like people love talking about themselves. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's what I would say. Sweet. TK, like you are exceeded my expectations and I had some high expectations so thank you so much for like sharing um about your journey and just like everything that we chatted about today like it it meant a lot to me it was such a great conversation you are such a great host I'm so excited for like your career thank you girl um if people want to find you and what you're creating you have something that you're relaunching if you want to talk about that um like where can you be found so you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at TK's Juicy Polls. It's T-K-S Juicy P-O-L-L-S. And then on my YouTube channel, it's just Taylor King. That's my YouTube channel. You can search it or TK. I'm sure it'll pop up. And then I have a podcast right now called TK Juicy Pod. I'm actually rebranding it to, I haven't announced my new name, so stay tuned for that. But um, as we're about to have a bunch of fire episodes, I'm so excited. And I think it'll be a really cool place for me to really, truly like open up and like dive into more of like me because I feel like Mm. you get snippets here and there. And I love I'm such a chatty Kathy that I'm really excited. I just like signed my goal like this whole time like for three years, I've been trying to get signed with a network and I like finally did. And I'm like, so excited because now I have people around me that can genuinely help me like actually upload. Yeah. So I, I don't have time to edit the yeah. podcast anymore. So I'm very excited for that. And thank you so much for having me on. You're such a good host. Thank you. Thank you so much, girl. Like this was, this was amazing. Everyone check her out. Everything will be in the show notes. Um, yeah. Thanks again, girl.
All right, my friends, I want to take a moment to say a huge thank you to Taylor once again for taking time out of her morning to sit down with me. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. As well, I want to thank you, my listener, for providing me with your two most valuable resources, your time and your attention. The quote I want to leave with you today is from Brene Brown. Playing small serves no one. When you shine your light, it reminds those around you of the very same light inside themselves. You being yourself fully is the greatest gift you can give the world. All right, my friends, head out there and shine your light bright, and I'll connect with you in the next one. If you would like to further this conversation and get in touch, visit my Instagram at The Curious One Podcast. For more information, resources, and show notes, please head to thecuriousonepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, be well.